Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar De Jesus. And yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we continue our conversation on the three core segments of your business, and we dive into our second core segment, customer relations and customer service. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast where it's all pool talk and we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, PoolInvoice.com, Blu-ray XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Ray Pack and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zach, good morning. I have to say good morning from Prosper, Texas now. You know, I made a mistake when I headed up here because I packed a light bag and I didn't realize that I needed my winter coat and my winter pants and my boots to survive up here. And Leslie was giving me some crap last night. She's like, really? You didn't know it was going to be cold up there? So... (laughs) I'm a little underprepared, but I'm excited to be up here having a lot of fun. I'm excited for the things we have coming up. Absolutely. So yeah, we did get a little bit of snow the other night. John called me up and he said, hey, how's the snow outside? And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He goes, look outside your window, man. And I go like outside my window. (laughs) Needless to say, he was in in California, Zach, and he's calling me to tell me that there's snow outside my window. That's when you know you're really busy, when you don't even know what's going on outside in your own backyard. It's just crazy. The weather just kept saying, yeah, it's going to be cold, little chance of snow and But then the day wasn't as cold, so I'm like, eh, it's not going to happen. That's the same day that you guys get your tornadoes down there. And he was like, is Zach okay? Where is he at? I'm over here Googling where it was to see how close it was to you. (laughs) And that was crazy. I know I mentioned it before, but the amount of rain we got in just a short period of time was phenomenal. I haven't seen anything like that even in the hurricane. The hurricane had a lot of rain, but this just dumped. It was like a complete whiteout everywhere you looked. And I truly got to see, when they talk about flash flooding, we get those alerts all the time, but I've never really seen it. And had that rain continued another 15 minutes, we would have had a lot of problems down there. But it's also amazing, once the rain stopped, to see how well-designed the drainage is around the city because it just cleared out in a matter of minutes. And it was like, oh, nothing happened. But yeah, it was really intense a couple days with the weather around here. Yeah, it's been definitely crazy out there, so. I gotta say, though, I didn't see a video of you in a cowboy hat getting towed (laughs) through the snow. It wasn't that heavy. It wasn't (laughs) that thick. (laughs) Anyways, before we jump in here, guys and girls, one of the things that we wanted to talk about is we wanted to talk about what we're doing at the Western Show, and we've talked about it. We put a video out, and really what we've done is we've partnered with the Western Pool and Spa Show, and we're going to be teaching 10 classes. We went there last year. We taught a couple classes and they went so well and we had so much great feedback and people asking us for more education. So one of the things that we did is we wanted to create some courses and we partnered with some amazing people in the industry. And at the Western Pool and Spa Show, we're going to be training 10 different classes. They gave us one room so, you know, you can stay in the same room if you want to take all the classes But we partnered with some amazing people in the industry with regards to the content that we want to bring to all the pool pros out there. And this is just the beginning. We do have something that's going to come out hand in hand with this that we'll announce as we get closer to the show, something that we've been working on for the last year and a half, all of our efforts with all the education and all that kind of stuff. So we don't want to spill the tea on that one yet, Zach, but everybody listen 
towards March because we will reveal what it is that we got working on hand in hand with that. But, you know, we partnered with Natural Chemistry. We have Alicia. We have Jamie, which are amazing. We partnered with Todd Pieri from Aquastar, Brad Duncan from Raypack, Steve Barnes from Aquastar as well. Our big, huge friend, Terry Arco with Hasa. We also have Danielle from the SPPA that's going to be coming out and teaching some classes. We partnered with some of the pros in the industry, and I think, Zach, we should talk about some of the classes that we're going to be teaching in the order that we're going to be teaching them. I'll start with the first one, and the first one that we're going to teach is a basic water chemistry. And we really thought, okay, with all the training, let's go back in time and let's really start from the basics. And when I talk about the basics and we talk about the basics, it's really the basics so that we can build on that foundation. So Alicia from Natural Chemistry is going to teach a basic water chemistry. And Alicia is just absolutely amazing at training, the knowledge that she has. But we're going to start with that basic water chemistry, that intro into water chemistry. And I want to back up for a second and touch on something that you mentioned and the fact that we will maintain the same classroom throughout the courses. That's a really big deal. I think that's exciting. And that just makes it possible if you want to go through all of the classes, you can set up, be in there. You don't have to worry about where the next room is and how to locate it. From my previous experience going to the shows and trainings, like it's an egg hunt to find the next classroom and where you're going to go and what time you're going to be there. So I thought that was really cool that we have that opportunity to maintain the same classroom. So the next class is importance of filtration and how it affects your bottom line. And that will be taught by Todd Pieri. And this is, again, it's another very important class. It's something that when we first get started, we often overlook or we may not be able to find a lot of the information to really get us going in the filtration of the pool and understanding that. And then the second part of that is how it affects your bottom line. That's huge, right? Because we're in this business to make money. So we want to make sure that we understand this truly so that we can maximize on maintaining the pool and get the most to our bottom line. Yeah, that's huge. And that's a great class. I think when we start talking, Zach, about going back in time, when you start your focus is in so many different other places that you really tend to just push the filtration off to the side and you don't focus a lot on it, but it plays such a huge impact on everything that you do. When we talk about water chemistry, when we talk about keeping that pool, that vessel safe. And I just thought that was a great one. And he's going to talk about everything. So he'll talk about sand filters. He'll talk about DE. He'll talk about cartridges, all that. So I'm really looking forward to that. The next class is going to be the gas-fired heaters, everything that you need to know, and that's Brad Duncan with Raypack. And this is really a deep dive into how heaters work, and it's literally from A to Z. And it's a great class for people that are trying to understand heaters, trying to get into that aspect of it, because it can be a little bit intimidating when you're starting. But again, a lot of the training that we're going to do is we're really going to start with a lot of the basics that we'll build on to the next class. And then we have strategic branding, which will be taught by John, Edgar, and myself. And this is one that I love the branding side of it. I love the strategy side of it. How are we going to position ourselves as the authorities in our market, things like that. And so this is a huge class and there'll be a lot of good takeaways that you can easily apply in your business. And there's a lot of things that we overlook when it comes to branding that are inexpensive, don't cost a lot, but can really put our business image at a higher level than a lot of our competition. So I'm super excited about this one and something fun that I do off topic here, but I drive around and I look at businesses, vehicles with wraps, just all the branding you see, all the marketing, the billboards and everything. And I think about what kind of message are they sending? What are they trying to portray to the customer? Is that effective? Why is it effective or not effective? So that's where strategic branding really plays an important part. And this is going to be a good class. Yeah. And last year we did an hour, but we had so much content that this year it's going to be longer. It's going to be like an hour and 45 minutes. But a lot of the focus of it is really strategically placing that branding and what do you want your customers to say about your company? How do you want your image to be perceived. And that's the deep dive that we're going to get into how to do that and how to set your company up to create that message. So people are t 
talking about strategically what you want them to say about your brand. The next class will be level up your service with enzymes and water clarifiers, and that'll be Jamie Novak. And again, we talk about it in this day and age where you take care of your pool, you deal with water chemistry, right? But it's this big mix of how do you maintain that pool and what other tools can you use out of your tool belt to be able to help you maintain that pool. So she will talk about enzymes, how they work, how to add them as a part to your service. The other thing that she'll do, she'll talk about water clarifiers, and we're going to do some in-depth, and she'll get into the different types of water clarifiers because there's different water clarifiers out there where if you overdose with one, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't have an impact, but then there's a different water clarifier that if you overdose, you're going to create some problems. So we're going to go into that detail with those water clarifiers and those enzymes to be able to get you set to be able to use those as you're servicing your pools. And then we have understanding business metrics, financials, and your cost of service. And that will be with Edgar, myself, and John. And finance is such a fun part of being a business owner. And I think that naturally in the beginning, it's a foreign thing and it can be really overwhelming. But once you start to understand those financials, you start to understand how to interpret that information. It really opens you up to making strategic decisions that increase your growth or you can grow faster, I should say, by understanding these numbers, what they're telling you. And it allows you to see if I make a change here, it affects it this way. And a lot of times our instinct is to grow our accounts, more accounts, bring in more revenue, and that's how we're going to be successful. But there's a lot more pieces to this to where I would rather have less accounts that make more money because that's less work, less risk, less costs and all of those things. So understanding your business finances, you're able to look at that and you may be in a position where it makes more sense to make more money with less accounts and more accounts. But anyways, I think this is going to be a great class. We've done it before. It's had great results. And again, you take this knowledge and it's something you can go back to your office, your desk, wherever, and you can start immediately implementing this into your business. Absolutely. The next one is going to be Introduction to Hydraulics with Steve Barnes from Aquastar. And they were just out here, Zach, last week while we were doing some videos and some content with regards to hydraulics. And we keep coming back to hydraulics because it's one of those topics that you have to build on top of it to understand how those hydraulics works and really how, how it all functions. And a lot of times this is a topic that if you go too fast, you lose a lot of people very quickly. We were doing some of the videos. John had jumped in with this one with hydraulics and was working with us on it, really making sure that we break it down in a way that it's easy to build on. So the first one that we're going to have is very simple hydraulics at a very basic level. What's a pool and what's hydraulics in a pool with a pump, a filter, and maybe a heater. That's it, right? Walk you through that. And then from there, it builds. You go to the 101 on hydraulics where you learn a little bit more in depth so that you have a clear understanding. And let me tell you, there's some really cool stuff that we saw, Zach. He's got a lot of videos. They talk about cavitation. You talk about all that. We were actually able to see a video of what cavitation looks like inside pipes, which is pretty cool because then a lot of it really makes sense. That visual part of it of when you see the cavitation, you really under, start to understand how it affects your pool and how it works. You could just have that better understanding of it. So I'm super excited about that introduction to hydraulics. Yeah. And I think it's been a missing piece is every hydraulics training that I've taken has jumped me into a level that I'm not quite ready for because I don't fully understand some of the basic principles of it. And so I think this is going to be awesome. It's going to be a progressive path to get into the more advanced hydraulics. Next, we have intermediate water chemistry with Terry Arco. And I've got to say one thing I love about Terry, and I've sat in on several of his classes when my guys are getting certified and I've done the certifications. Terry has a really good way of breaking things down so that you can truly understand it. And so as we get through the basic water chemistry into the intermediate water chemistry, 
it's going to be such a great class to where you'll be able to digest this information very well from Terry and you'll walk away knowing a lot more than you did when you went in. Absolutely. And eventually, as we move forward, we'll look for that advanced water chemistry class. But again, great content there from Terry. Super excited to have him on board. The other thing is we're going to be talking about protecting you, your family, and your business. And that's going to be Danielle from the SPPA. And really, I think, Zach, one of the first things that a lot of people jump into business and they don't even think about the insurance aspect of it. And that should be on your top three, top five checklist, right? As you start a business, do you have that insurance? And really what she's going to do is not just business, but also dive into personal life, disability. Are you protected everywhere you go? You start your own business and all of a sudden you become the only source of revenue for your family. What happens if you get into an accident? How is the money going to come in? I know that there's programs and things like IPSA and stuff like that help you cover, but sometimes that's not enough. So a lot of it is really educating a lot of the business owners on all the different aspects of it, of the insurance. And then the big thing that she'll do is she'll do some breakdowns as to when you do go look for insurance, what are the things that you need to look for? What are the key elements of what you need to have? I know that a lot of pros get auto insurance and they don't have business insurance and the autos won't cover hazmat. So if you get into an accident and somebody hits you and chemicals spill, there's a hazmat aspect of it. And that's very expensive and your regular policy isn't going to cover it. So she'll go into a lot of the deep dives with regards to all of the different things that are covered and the things that you should look for when you're looking for policies for your business. And then last, we have Intermediate Hydraulics 201 with Steve Barnes. So this will be that kind of progressive path once you do the introduction to hydraulics and then you can do the Intermediate Hydraulics. And I would even recommend if you're very comfortable with hydraulics to go through the introduction because in my experience, there's always been, no matter what I do, I always learn one additional piece that helps unlock the puzzle later on down the line. So this is going to be a super good class. This is one that me personally, I will benefit from because again, I'm always learning and hydraulics has been something that throughout my years in the industry and going to different classes, it's not something that's readily available. It's not offered often. So it's been very small instances where I've had the opportunity to take these classes. And usually I go in and I walk out and I'm like, I need a few ibuprofen and I need to take a nap. <laughs> and so this is going to be a good class. Yeah. And the important thing with a lot of these classes and what you take, Zach, is when you're in a backyard talking to a customer, if you know the foundations of it, if you know the beginnings of it and you're able to speak to it, it brings you so much more credibility. And that's why it's really important to get into these classes. I'll tell you a perfect example of a class that I took and I've talked about it before, but I took a thermal dynamics class at one of the Western because there was nothing else. And believe it or not, two weeks later, I had a guy from the vacation rental that was talking about water evaporation and all that kind of stuff. And I completely blew his mind having a conversation on this thermal dynamics class. But if I wouldn't have taken the class, I wouldn't have known, but it just qualified me so much better over everybody that he had talked to because he was completely blown away that I could go into the different ways that you lose water, how much water evaporation you get. He starts talking about pool covers. We start talking about heaters and all that kind of stuff. And it was great. And originally when I took the class, there was really nothing else to take. So I just took that class because I wanted to, to fill the time. Little did I know that would set me up for the next thing. When you go into a lot of these training classes and stuff like that, it's really about learning, but also being able to look at it and say, what did I take from this class that I could go and talk to a customer about? I remember taking classes on concrete, right? And being able to talk about that the fact that concrete will is going to crack and why it behaves like it does and why there's the different lines in the concrete and the spacing that they do and all that kind of stuff. And so when you talk to customers and you're able to give them those details, you'll just absolutely blow them away. And they're going to be like, this is my guy or this is my girl that I need. Can you talk to us today about the thermodynamics of concrete? Uh, let's kind of, <laughs> kind of talk about those. Absolutely. But, you know, when I went to a lot of the classes, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for not just learning, but what can I take from this class that I could put into my sales pitch or into my conversations and just put me above everybody else? Because yeah. half of the game is selling. And if you can't sell, 
you can't land the account. But when you have that in your tool bag, you walk in and you just blow them out of the water. No pun intended. Yeah. And I'm an avid learner. I'm always trying to gain more knowledge. And I've learned that if I can walk out of a class with one thing, I've learned one thing, then that's a win for me. Yeah. I think it's super important to educate ourselves any opportunity we have, even if we don't think it's something that's directly beneficial to what we're doing, you never know how that's going to come into play later on down the road. And I like that. I think we should do something about what are the takeaways? What are the key takeaways of the class that you can go and that you can definitely use? Because every class has them. When I did the classes with Wayne, he had the slides with regards to the bather loads and how many people a dog is equivalent to and a duck. And so when you're talking to people, those are the takeaways that you go and explain to people. So I like that. I think we're going to have to do that, Zach. Glad I could do my part. There you go. Hey, Zach, let's do this. We've jumped in. We're going to jump into the core two. Let's take a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll jump into core segment number two. The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see print and pay invoices it has all your customers information on one page so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips created specifically for the pool industry pool invoice now available at poolinvoice.com Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray, all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing needs 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series FOSS Remove or FOSS Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. 
Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar DeJesus, and Mr. Zacharias. Today, John is out. He's taking a little bit of time off. Well-deserved. He's been working like crazy. He was out here last week. We went crazy for three days, Zach, in a row. It was early mornings, late nights, and we really crashed. And then, of course... Everybody leaves, and we are sitting there, back, done, and we're like, okay, what's next? And John's like looking at me like, are you serious, dude? Really? Like, we just finished three days, and you're like, let's, and I'm like, let's get out. Let's do something, John. Edgar only has one speed. So anyways, we just talked a little bit about the things that we're doing at the Western Show. We're now going to do a dive into part two of our second core segment. We talked about part number one, which was, I think, three or four episodes. So now we'll talk about that core segment, too. Today will be kind of a little bit of an intro, and next week we'll start doing a lot deeper dive into that. And then what we'll do is we'll have you guys send messages with regards to parts of your business that you want us to talk about, and we'll do that. So, Zach, on the last one, we talk about operations. Today we'll start the conversation on core segment number two, and that's customer relations and customer service. And I'm going to start with you because I know that you're big into service, you're big into kind of branding, but you really focus on having that great service and great relationship with your customers. Can you tell us a little bit about To The Pool Boys? Why does it say play such a big role into what you do? Yeah, there's so many reasons, right? But the first one that just popped in my head is trust. And having trust with your customer is such an important piece of having a successful business. And there's a lot of reasons trust is very helpful, but one is leniency. And I talk to my team all the time about this. Build trust with your customers, engage them, build that relationship. Because if you make a mistake at some point, they're going to be much more lenient with you and much more understanding. And it's not going to be a big issue at all. And then additionally, having that trust makes it easier to close sales. So when you're out there and their pump is leaking, most of the time they're going to go with whatever recommendation that you're making. If you say, you know what, it's not really worth it to repair this pump. We're going to go ahead and replace it. I recommend a variable speed pump. Generally, they're just going to say, okay, let's go ahead and get it done. So trust is just a super important part. And that comes with having good customer service. The other thing is I'm all about providing value to our customers. I want people to look at the pool boys, look at our image and our brand, and I want them to correlate that with good value. And good value doesn't necessarily mean cheap prices, but that they're actually getting something that is valuable to them for what they pay for. When you provide that value through customer service, you can make more money. You can charge more for your services because customers want to pay for that. And I think that I'm stuck on this term John always uses, but the low-hanging fruit. I think customer service and building customer relationships is a low-hanging fruit that doesn't cost you a lot of money to do a good job at. That's just in how you converse with them, how you engage them how you represent yourself. And there's so much more to value than just that or good customer service than just that. But that's the low hanging fruit right there. That's where you build your trust. So value is super important to me. And then to tie that together, the reputation, the image, having that professional reputation, that professional image, it's got a huge impact on customer service and customer relations because of everything I just mentioned before. When they look at you and you look professional, your vehicle is nice, you have your company name, you have your uniform, there's that trust, there's that value. They feel like they're being provided a valuable service by a valuable person. Again, these are just the ones that popped out at me. I'm going to flip it to you, Edgar. Why does it play such a big role in your mind? As you were speaking, it reminded me of something Zach, and you start to talk about customer service and customer relations. And one thing as a business owner that you need to understand is that that changes along the way. And I use the word journey a lot because your business is a journey, right? It's how things change along the way. 
So when you start and you're doing 30, 40, 50 pools, the things that you're able to do at a smaller scale will change when you turn into a pool boy. Because when I started, I was able to focus a lot on the customer service. And that aspect to me was very easy. My background, hotels, it's all about customer service. It's all about focusing on those customer relations. It played a big, huge part of it. So I had that skill when I came into to doing pools. So that was... I had weakness that I didn't know water chemistry, I didn't know repairs, but I had the strength on the business side, I had the strength on the customer service side. But one of the things that happens, Zach, is as a one polar, you're able to have a lot of personal interactions with your customers. You get to know their kids, you get to know their dogs, you get to know what their likes are, what their dislikes are, and you're able to connect with them. I mean, with a lot of my customers, we were going through adoptions. Some of my customers found out they had adopted kids. There's all of a sudden this bond over that topic of conversation. It creates that loyalty. But what I want everybody to understand is as your journey goes and now you start to bring employees and stuff like that, that starts to fade away because you're not in the backyard all the time. And that's okay. It's just your customer service and your customer relation part of your business and your tactics are going to change and that's okay. If you are somebody that has 800 pools, it's going to be very difficult to have that type of relationship with those people. So that's okay. Your journey will change. You'll do different things, but just remember that. Now for me, Zach, the customer service side was very easy and I saw that it was something that was lacking and I knew that I needed to leverage that to make up for my weaknesses in my other areas. To me, I provided a couple different things. One, and we talk about it all the time, is consistency and consistency is key, is just crucial to your business that you're very consistent. So I was new. I'm a new pool guy. They're worried about it. Guess what? I was there every week. I was there within the same window because I did the pools at the same day, at the same time, in the same order. So I started to bring that consistency. They start to see that starts to build that relationship of trust. The next thing that I did is I really started to focus on that customer relation, building those one-on-one relationships. And so if I saw that people were really animal lovers, then I made sure that I paid attention to their pets, that I knew their pets' names, that I interacted with them, that I asked about them. Same thing with whether it was their kids or their cars or their sports, whatever it is, you build those relationships based on those likes and those dislikes with those people. And you start to get that barrier down to where they see you as just a service provider. Now they start to see you like Edgar and Zach, right? To where when they're referring you to other people, it's not, oh, my pool guy. Oh, it's Edgar. You need to talk to Edgar. You need to talk to John specifically. So for me, going into the pool industry, customer service was my strength. Customer relations was my strength. So that's the very first thing that I focused on. And I knew that compared to a lot of other competitors, I was going to be able to shine in that area. Same thing for anybody that has a business. If you're one polar, you need to work on those relationships. You need to have the conversation so that you start to build that. And just like you were saying, Zach, then when you make a mistake, and it could be anything, it could be that the pool flipped green on you or whatever it is, they're not going to care. They're just going to call you up and, hey, there was a problem here. Can you come take care of it? They don't give you because you've deposited into that bank account. So it's really important to be able to do that and build those relationships. As you grow into a bigger company, Zach, I'm going to ask you maybe what are some of the tactics that you guys do? Yeah. So in the beginning for Justin and I, it was just us out there. We built these strong relationships with our customer and we got on the first name basis and we had the flexibility to do the little bit extras here and there to really just drive that. We got a lot of great reviews and we were guilty of, oh, it's just a lid ring. We're just going to throw it in. Well, obviously, as we grew, we learned about growing a business. We've changed all that. So I can see where you hear people, oh, they grew in like big companies. Oh, they're corporate or whatever. 
you can't fault them for that in a lot of ways because it becomes a lot more difficult to keep that same level of customer service that you had when you were out there dealing directly with your customers as you grow and you're now entrusting people to deliver that same great customer service. But I think that it all stems from leadership. And I think that by being a good leader, building a good culture, those are why those things are so important. One, for people to come work at a great environment, have that retention, people are happy at their jobs, but the happier people are at their jobs, then the better job they'll do delivering that customer service and having those good relationships with their customer. So that's what I really strive to do at this point. Now that I can't be out there and I'm not the one dealing with people directly, how can I become a better leader? How can I treat my people better, have a better culture so that they're happier and then they will want to deliver that good customer service? That's been my mission now with my journey is more of the leadership and culture aspect of it. Yeah, and there's things that you can obviously teach your employees. And if you teach your employees to look at the certain things with regards to customer service and how to handle certain situations, it's gonna guarantee you that every time that situation is handled the same way. The same way that you learned about your customer service, you have to teach to them what are the things that you did that made you successful so that they can go out there and they can repeat it. And again, a lot of times it's that low hanging fruit, whether it's pets or whatever it is. I had a lot of customers that had up where I was at that had pigs and that was a big deal to them. So it was a lot of just asking them about the pigs and learning and having a conversation about that topic. And you really have to be interested. You can't just say, hey, what kind of pig is that? Okay. (laughs) But these were small pigs that I'd never seen before. And I was really intrigued and I would learn the name and I would tell them all the time because it was cool. I'm like, how cool is that? Normally I get dogs running in, but now I get a pig running over to the fence. You start to create those, but you can teach that to your employees. You can tell them what are the certain things. You can also teach them your procedures are handled in a certain way. So if they do come to you with regards to a complaint or with regards to something, how they're going to address that with the customer so that the customer feels that they've been heard and that they've been satisfied with that service. Yeah. And a lot of that's just working with your team, having these discussions like when providing constructive criticism. And I'll never forget, we had a person in the office, they're communicating with email. And this is how deep I get with brand image and all of that. But you know, when you text, the text can be the same written thing, but by putting some sort of different punctuation or something like that, it can change the whole tone of the text. And that's one thing with written communication is it can be misinterpreted. I would often get asked, can you review this email before I send it? And I would say, hey, why don't you throw an exclamation mark right there? And it would change the whole tone of the message. And then it would align with more of how we're the pool boys, we're really relatable to you. That's the kind of details that once you start having a team of people that are delivering that customer service and being your image to the customer, you have lots of opportunities to teach them how you would do it so that they can do it the way you would. And it could be really anything. It could be that if you get a complaint about something, that there's somebody in the office that's going to get back to them within 24 hours. That's huge and, for us. And But you teach your employees that those are the low-hanging fruit. If somebody complains, it's a perfect opportunity to really build on that customer service by having a procedure and putting certain things into place to where the customer is going to know that you're going to respond to it. And it just builds on that customer. And it ties back to what we've been talking to with operations and procedures. And this is why that's so important because you're building the framework so that you can provide that good customer service. And if you have a whole team of, if you had 20 people in the field and they're all operating independently in the way that they handle things, it creates a big mess. And we have our team, everyone has a work phone and the voicemail says, please do not leave me a message so that we can better assist you. Please contact our office and they will help you out. And what that does is we would get people that eight o'clock on a Saturday night, they would have one of their customers calling them because they couldn't get their spa blower to come on or they had a question about this. Well, when our team's off work, they're usually going to forget to relay that message or when they get there Monday, that message is out of sight, out of mind, that situation doesn't get handled. And then we have a frustrated customer 
because they reached out to us and we didn't follow up with them. So that's where that framework really comes into play. And that's where you create the consistency that you were talking about earlier. It all ties together. Zach, before we get into customer service and customer relations, I want to talk to the end product of great customer service and why you should focus on it. And to me, everything that I did from the customer service or the customer relations side, I really focused, how is it going to improve that loyalty? Because loyalty just gives you that customer that's not going to leave, that customer that's going to stay, even if you make those mistakes. So when I had business and I was running the pool company, we really focused on what things were we going to do that was going to increase that customer loyalty. And you and I were talking a little bit about that customer loyalty. But once you have that customer loyalty, you're set with that customer. Like you have enough money in that bank account to be able to do a withdrawal. So what I want to do on the podcast act is, and we went through and look at some statistics from the loyalty standpoint. And what I want everybody to think of is if you are going to put procedures in place or a game plan in place to focus on that customer service, really how it ties into your customer loyalty and how you can build that so that you could build that bank account with every customer. So Zach and I are going to talk a little bit about some of those statistics that we found in those different areas for loyalty and why they play such a big, huge role on that. So Zach, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about the first one because I thought it was huge. Yeah. So the first one is that loyal customers spend more. And the statistic says that 90% of customers will spend more with companies that personalize the customer service they offer them. So that's huge. And it's something that we've seen. And it goes back to what I was saying about having that trust and having that loyalty. And when you make a recommendation, they're generally going to go with your recommendation because they're loyal to you and they trust you. So there's so much truth that we've seen from this one. Yeah, it's like you go out and you give a recommendation and maybe they want to buy something that's cheap and you give them that recommendation of really what they should have. And then what's going to happen is because you've created that great customer service, that loyalty, they're going to go with what it is that you're recommending. So that's huge. The other one was loyal customers are less likely to turn and burn, right? So 74% of customers say they'll forgive a company for its mistake after receiving excellent service. And I, guys, I saw this firsthand as somebody that's coming into the industry and had no experience with water chemistry and no experience with repairs and stuff like that. I saw that firsthand because I learned with all the mistakes that I made during that journey. And so because my customer service was so strong, my customers were a lot more forgiving and they wouldn't even question. They would just call and, hey, I'm having this problem or I'm having that problem. Again, I want you guys, everybody listening to focus. You focus on that customer service and goal is you're really looking for that loyalty with everything that you do. The next one is loyal customers improve the customer retention rate. So 81% of customers say a positive customer service experience increases the likelihood they'll make another purchase. That just really ties into the loss of customers, but you're going to retain them a lot more with that loyalty. And we talk about it all the time, Zach, is that people want to do business with people that they know. They want to do business with friends. And when you create that positive customer service and that loyalty, you also create that friendship, right? You also create that doing business with somebody that you know. So people are always going to be more likely to want to do business with you because they know you. The next one, loyal customers are less likely to turn to a competitor. And I think this is huge, Zach. 76% of customers say they would switch to a company's competitor due to multiple bad customer service experiences. And it's shocking, but think about it because we all have them, Zach. I had customers that I just couldn't please, customers that just aren't happy with the way that I do things and they have to fit into how I do business. But those are the ones that I would see that they would jump and they would either call a different pool person to get for advice or do, you know, any of that type. And when you create that customer loyalty, that's not going to happen. They're not going to turn to those other people. But in order to create that loyalty, you have to focus on the customer service. You have to focus on the 
on those relationships. And that all ties in, Zach, with the education and the knowledge and giving them all that information. The next one is that loyal customers are more likely to recommend your business to a friend and improve brand reputation. And says so 64% of business leaders say that customer service has a positive impact on their company's growth. And this one is huge. And they become brand advocates for you. And I know a lot of people have probably had this similar experience, but I will never forget this customer. They wanted to come on maintenance. We went out, checked out the pool. We had to replace the filter elements. And he was very frustrated about it, very distrusting of us. Like we were trying to get one over on him. Uh, he went ahead with it. It was a real rocky relationship in the beginning, but as he grew to trust us and know us and we built that relationship, anytime we would have a Facebook advertisement or posting or anything going on, this customer would jump on the comments and they would leave us just this amazing comment about how great we are. And since they've been using us, it's nothing but a great experience and what's the best decision they've made. So people become advocates. And I think there, we'll have to look it up. There's like a whole hierarchy to the customer advocacy part and they rate them by like a superstar customer and a brand advocate and things like that. But that's where you create that loyalty and they become your street team essentially where they're out there promoting your business and bringing you new customers. All right, so let's talk about some of the things that you need to do, Zach, to focus on loyalty. Maybe a little bit of a game plan, a couple bullet points that everybody can use as a guide. And I'll start with the first one, and that is you have to communicate your company values. And this goes back to your branding, your strategic branding, but really two things. One, are you communicating? That's the powerful point there. But are you explaining what your values are for your business? I'll pick an example, Pool Nation. So we want to give pool pros a safe place, right? A place where they can come, where they can ask questions, where they're not going to be judged. We talk about that. We talk about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about helping each other, right? You have to communicate to your customers what your values are, right? So if you are that VIP service, if you are that person of consistency, those are the some of the things that you need to talk about so that they can hear them because it's the only way that they're going to know what they are. And I think when communicating values, you need to think about what's organic to you and your business. I think often when we start out, we use a lot of the same things that other companies are using better service, better results, or just something generic like that. And if you can truly take some time and think about what are my values and what am I trying to, why did I start a business and what am I trying to do differently and deliver? Those are the values you want to communicate because those are the real organic raw values that people relate to and differentiate you from the competition. So just something to think about there. The next one's providing great customer service for all of the reasons we just discussed. This is a very easily achievable things to do that can differentiate you a lot from the competition. So focus on that customer service for sure. The other one is show your appreciation with the loyalty program. And if you're a single puller that you're like, okay, well, maybe I don't have that loyalty program, but you could do certain things that will make you stand out, right? So if you, do you have a referral program, right, to show that loyalty? This applies also to retailers. So if you're in the pool and spa business and you're a retailer, do you have a loyalty program for those people that are constantly coming back to buy from you? So that's another area that you can implement into your business to create that loyalty. And then we have connect in a deeper way. And I think this ties a lot into what you were saying about when you walk in the backyard, be observant of your surroundings, really take it in. Do they have a I'm surrounded by Denver Broncos stuff. Do they have Denver Broncos? I obviously am near a Broncos fan. Is there a way I can connect with them about the game that went on last Sunday? Or do they have a nice car and they're into cars or whatever it is? Connect in a deeper way to build that and strengthen that relationship. And something else is you think about with connecting is your engagement. Maybe it's something where you send a personalized card to your customers on their one-year anniversary on their two-year anniversary. Thank you for sticking with us and we really appreciate your support. I mean, I think that's a really great way to connect with your customers. So find those ways to build that relationship. Yeah, and when you go into people's homes and people backyard, like you said, Zach, you're completely full of opportunities to 
address with people. I, I mean, I had people that were huge Patriots fans, right? So if they lost, I would see the homeowner and I would joke with them and give them a hard time. And then next time that they would win, he would come out and he would talk about it. So you have to engage in that deeper way that creates that personal relationship. The other one, and this is a huge one that I think a lot of people don't do, is ask for feedback. What can I do better? Just that simple thing. Am I doing everything in the backyard? Is there anything else that you would like me to do? And that's just straight to the point, Zach, because the problem is a lot of people are afraid of confrontation and not confrontation in a bad way, but a lot of people don't have the skill set to be able to go to you and say, hey, Zach, you show up every week you grab the skimmer basket, you go and you tap it over the flower bed and you empty it over there. Can you please just not do that? So if you ask for feedback and you say, hey, is there anything that I could do better? That gives the person the opportunity and it drops that wall for them to be able to say, hey, you do this or you don't do that. Or it could be anything as you park in the driveway and then I've had to ask you three times to move so that the garage door opens and I can leave. It could be something so simple like that, but unless you ask for the feedback, you're not gonna get it. And then what's gonna happen is the person has tried to leave their house five times and then they're like frustrated, I need to get rid of my pool guy over something insignificant, but you have to ask for that feedback. A lot of people don't come out with that information. They just let it build up or whatever. And the feedback may not be bad. There may be no negative feedback, but you've just strengthened your relationship and gotten a lot more respect for being willing to ask that question and take any heat that might be coming from it. I want all the rawest feedback we can get from our customers. I want to know the dirty, I want to know what you hate about us because that gives me, that's valuable information. That's where we can truly improve because we may be doing something that I think is valuable that I think customers are enjoying, but maybe it's not really valuable to them. Maybe there's something else that would have much greater impact to them if we did it a different way. So feedback's super important. And then the last one we have on here is to continually improve, educate yourself, be an active learner, go out, get all the information you can on everything, business, chemistry, whatever, just become a more educated business owner. And then from there, you can improve your business. And again, that ties into the customer loyalty. Absolutely. I think it has to be a focus. I think it's one of our core segments that we talk about because we truly believe that in order for you to create that successful business, this has to be that one core segment that holds up your business so that you can thrive. Again, we talk about it all the time is at the beginning, we're always focused on picking up that next pool. That's all that matters. And we get so busy with the day-to-day -day with learning every other aspect that this is one of those that if you do this from the beginning, it's gonna set you up so that you can be a lot more successful. And I can talk about it because it's the, one of the main things that I did that allowed me to be as successful as I was. Even when I was getting into the vacation rental aspect of it, I knew that type of service is different than regular service. So I took advantage of them and I customized my service and I customized my customer service relationships with those people differently than my residential and my commercial. And that's why I ended up picking up so many of those. Words spread and then all of a sudden they would talk and everybody was like, Edgar's the one that has to do all my pools. Definitely focus on that customer service. Make that a core segment of your business and constantly focusing on it. And think, anything that I do for it, how is it going to increase my customer loyalty? Yeah, and we can pick them up as fast as we can pick them up. But if we're losing them just as fast because we're not cultivating those current customers, then we're no better off than where we started. And I would say one thing I would, I don't know, caution or just recommend is do the small things. The small things are very effective. Start with the small things. It's real easy to get these really big ideas. And I say this because I'm so guilty of getting off into the weeds. We can do this and that. But you don't want to do things that are at the detriment of your business. You don't want to do things that cost you all this money to, if you're not already doing the things that are readily available to implement. So make sure that you take advantage of, again, the low-hanging fruit from the beginning. I can't agree more. Hey, Zach, let's do this. Let's take our final word from our sponsors. When we come back, I want to get your final thoughts. 
The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast today. Recording from Prosper, Texas, out here, Edgar and Zach. John is on vacation. So we talked a little bit today about the classes that we're going to be doing at the Western Pool and Spa Show. Super excited about that. Super excited about the next step of the education. And then we did a deep dive into course segment number two that we think is very important. Today, we talked about the customer service, the customer relations, and the loyalty aspect of it. Next week, we'll do a little bit more focus on those customer service things and break those down for you. Zach, let me get your final thoughts. So I got to say, with the whole Western show coming up and everything that's going on, it's kind of one of those things where you have to like constantly smack your face or pinch your arm and be like, is this real? Because this is something that we've talked about, you, me, and John, for a long time is getting to this point where we start having some of these things come out. So this is super exciting to us. We're super passionate about it. 
We're excited for the feedback because that's how we're going to grow. We're going to improve. We're going to be able to tailor things that are more effective for the pool professional. So I can't wait to get there. And I wasn't there last year. We were getting ready to have the baby. So this is going to be a lot of fun for me to be able to be a part of that this year. And then going into the second segment and talking about customer service and relations, I mean, it's just amazing to me, even as we go through the exercise and we're putting our notes together, and we're working on these things. It's it all ties together. You can't have one segment without the other. And if you can really master each individual segment and tie them together, that's when you truly become a powerhouse. And I think it was Eugene that said, creating a machine, right? Creating a machine of a company. And that's my goal is to create this machine. And without operations, without customer service, it wouldn't be possible. So I'm excited to get into this next segment of it. I'm excited to have John on here because John's very passionate about this. This is something that well, who am I? John speaks to everything really well, but this is something that he will have a lot of good input on. Absolutely. So yes, I agree 100%. And same thing for everybody out there, really focus on this core segment. It's really important to your business. It'll really set you apart and give you a big, huge edge. So Anyway, Zach, I want to thank you for, A, coming out to Prosper, Texas, out this week. We're going to, from here, we're finishing this podcast. We're going to head over to the studio. We got some more content that we're working on, specifically for the Western Pool and Spa Show. So super excited about that. And thanks for your time. Thanks for coming out. John, when you listen to this, I hope you're enjoying your vacation, my friend. And everybody, join us live next Wednesday on our Instagram Live. We will catch you later. Have a great one, Zach. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.